season is over. Uh, and now it's South Carolina, you know. So there's the season in South Carolina, which is obviously a goal of its own. And, um, you know, excited. doesn't matter what's happened, what's coming. It's all about, you know, this week and, um, you know, getting ready for a, a good football team. Man, uh, looking at South Carolina, first of all, Shane's done a great job. Uh, what a huge win this past week. And, and they played their best game. Uh, and uh, we played our best game. You know, so, you know, uh, two good teams, you know, that are coming off of big wins uh, where they played well. And, and um, you know, both teams, I think, got some confidence. But, you know, you look at their football team and, and defensively, they got they got a lot of talented guys over there. Uh, you know, a lot of guys that we recruited uh, throughout that defense and especially up front uh, that we've got a lot of respect for. They're, they're big, strong, and athletic guys up front, mostly a four-down team, do a lot of things in coverage-wise. Uh, to challenge you, um, you know, we know Brad Johnson. I mean, he's a six-year player. Some of these guys have been playing a long time. Um, you know, Green is an excellent player. Nine, I think, is 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 one of their better players as well. Um, you know, two good corners. They've kind of settled on the two freshmen at safety. Uh, so it's a good group. They get after you, and uh, we got we got to do a nice job. And then over on the offensive side. Uh, man, I, I don't know that I've ever seen a team be hotter than, than what they were last week. They, and that, you know, you got a, a lot of confidence comes from that. Made a ton of plays. I thought the quarterback was was outstanding. I mean, he played an unbelievable game. You saw what he can do throwing the ball. I mean, he put some, he, he had some plays where it was, it was that, that, that far. And uh, man, he, he was incredibly accurate. His great timing, great anticipation. I thought his receivers, and tight ends really showed uh, what they're capable of last week as well. Uh, you know, and you've seen it at times throughout the year, but it looked like they just really put it together uh, last week and uh, against a really good football team. So uh, this is a good group, very experienced up front. You know, we know a lot about these guys. I mean, we've played against them, uh, but, you know, they got four out of five starters back. They got a bunch of guys outside, 13 and six. Um, uh, 10, 5, 3, 17, all these guys uh, have played a lot of ball. Of course, their tight end is a Swiss Army knife type guy. He's everywhere. And uh, second leading rusher on the team. Uh, you know, really good backs. I'm not sure. I know they've had some guys injured. I'm not sure who's who's back, who's playing. But a uh, really, really talented group. Uh, so, you know, and then special teams, they've been outstanding. They've blocked a bunch of kicks. They've returned punts. They've had a kick return. Uh, it's been a different. It's been the difference for them in a couple of games, uh, for sure. So uh, you know, this is a uh, all three phases uh, on high alert type of game. Everybody's got to play well, and and uh, we're excited about the week and uh, getting back in the valley. This is the last one for our seniors, and uh, you know it's always a big deal uh, when you're playing your last home game. And man, I hope our crowd will show up and and uh, really get behind them and support this team. You know, it's a I know a lot of people don't like a noon game, you know, and all that stuff. But, uh, man, we need the best noon crowd that we've ever had, you know. Come Friday. If you can come Friday, come then. Uh, you know, pitch a tent, you know, whatever. Let's, let's, let's have a great crowd. Let's be ready. Uh, Dean, you going to have them ready? Yes, sir. All right, let's have them ready. All right, we need, we need a great crowd, and, and uh, it should be a fun environment. And, you know, our focus is just simple. It's, it's on finishing strong. And, um you know, trying to play our best four quarters, trying to achieve this goal. That's our focus. That's what we, can, we, we feel like we can control. And that goes back to, you know, how we practice today, how we practice tomorrow, 
you know, there's a lot to manage this week uh, with Thanksgiving and families in town and all that type of stuff. So, you know, staying focused and, and uh, again, really preparing the best we can and, and trying to play our best game. This is, again, a fun, fun week uh, for everyone all across the country. Uh, it's rivalry week. You know, I, I was a part of 13 Alabama-Auburn games, and, man, that was, that was always my favorite week of the year. And now I'm on my 19th Clemson South Carolina game, and it's my favorite week of the year. Uh, this is a this is a fun week because it's it really is, you know, uh, you just can feel, you know, the intensity of it, if you will, because everybody everybody everybody's paying attention and everybody's involved, and it's just a it's a it's a lot. And you look all across the country, whether it's Michigan, Ohio State, Mississippi, Mississippi State, Georgia Tech, Georgia, Florida, Florida State, you know, whoever it may be. Uh, uh, it's it's a lot of fun to be a part of these type games. Not everybody has an opportunity to be a part of a, a real traditional rivalry type game. Um, and so, uh, man, I'm thankful for that and look forward to a great day in the Valley on Saturday. A lot of people try and downplay the rivalry situation in different places. Why do you embrace it so openly? And what success have you found because of that? Uh, because I grew up in Alabama. You, where'd you grow up? Uh, suburb of Chicago. There you go. Uh, so, uh, you know, Northwestern and Indiana probably in, uh, you know, uh, they're, they're probably not having, you know, marriages break up over that. Um, you know, no offense to Northwestern and Indiana. Uh, I don't even know if they play each other. But, you know, you grow up in Alabama, it's just, I mean, that's it. I mean, I've, I've I've said many times, I mean, you don't even leave the hospital. You got to, you got to declare like right there, which way are you going? I mean, there's no, like, and they put it right on your birth certificate. Otherwise you just stay in the hospital. They don't let you leave. So, uh, I mean, that's the best way I can answer. That's what I grew up with. That's all I know, you know, and, you know, just was my whole life, uh, you know, 33 years until I came to Clemson, came here, I was 33 and that's all I knew. And I mean, and, and, and then, and, you know, growing up and then 13 times being a part of it as a player and a coach, uh, just in your blood and you live with it and you die. I mean, it's, it's, I've been, I've been on, I've been on both sides of it. Uh, so I get it. Uh, I know how it is. I've, I've won them and lost them. Won some on the last play, lost some on the last play. Uh, won some big, lost some big. I've been, I've, I've experienced every, every part of it but when you grow up in a place like Alabama and then you come to South Carolina and it's no different it's exactly the same and that's what I that's what I experienced when I came here is it didn't take me long to figure out well this is different logo but this isn't any different uh you know when I first hit the road recruiting in uh spring of 03 and you know people didn't even know me but I you know as soon as I walked into school half people didn't like me oh it's the Clemson guy you know or whatever well, that just was normal to me. It was no different in Alabama. You walked in, it's oh, it's the Alabama guy, you know, because the Auburn is half and half. Um, and I, I came up in a time where the stadium was half and half. You know, we played in Birmingham, you know, all the way for most of those games. And then kind of the latter part of my career is when we started going back and forth, uh, Alabama-Auburn. Uh, so coming here was a very natural thing for me. It just felt normal uh, that people don't like you. That felt normal um, and felt normal to, you know, go on the road and recruiting in the state and and have a, you know, people instantly judge you because you have a, a logo on your shirt. That felt normal. 
so I just I love that. And and then you, I've experienced everything. Won big, lost big, uh, won close, lost close. I've experienced all of that, you know, in this rivalry as well. And it's special. I mean, it really is. It means a lot to a lot of people. So uh, never gets old. And you know, we had the one year we missed with COVID. So this is uh, it's a big deal to a lot of people. So I've just always embraced it because it's it's just natural to me. Course on it, um, and talking to a bunch of people. Talked to Danny Ford about it this week, and he mentioned your 08 game, and that that was kind of like the cherry on top. That you were the guy who could really do this. What do you remember about that game? How do you look at that game? 08 game? Uh, well, I mean, probably not here if it wasn't for the 08 game. Uh, and uh, so, I think that was a noon game. I think. Uh, I think that was a noon game. I just remember it being very gloomy. It felt like six o'clock, uh, you know, but it was a, it was actually a noon game, and um, I just remember it had been such a blur seven weeks, and now it's kind of coming to an end. And if you win the, I mean, I knew that if we won the game, then I think Terry Don was going to be able to have enough clout to probably give me a chance. And if we lost the game, you know, it, he, he was going to have to he was going to have to probably fight a little harder, you know, and I don't know. I don't know what would have happened. Uh, would have been probably a lot tougher for him to give me the opportunity, but certainly winning that game, I, don't know, I think it was, uh, I don't know, 31 of 17 or I don't know, what was what was it? 14. 30, yeah, 31-14, and, uh, you know, winning that game just kind of solidified the opportunity. And uh, so it was a great day for sure. I'll never forget that ever. Uh, and you know, uh, just a special moment after the game, a special day the next day because I came over and met with Terry Don and, and uh, you know Billy D and and uh, you know President Barker and and they told me I was going to get the job and so that was a really cool cool time uh, for sure. So never never ever forget that moment and I had no you know you just prepare and you have no idea what's what's going to happen and. Uh, they were a really good team. Obviously, Coach Spurrier, uh, the job he did there. So, but it was a it was a big win. Coach, it's been nine years since you lost your rival, um, but I guess you have a sense <clears> of what that desperation is like for those players having lost five and then yourself. Absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, that's that's why every year. I mean, it's you just put everything you got into it, and uh, you know, try to. Doesn't matter what the records are. Doesn't matter if there's a streak, and none of that stuff matters. I mean, you got to play well in this game, and, and you know you're going to get their best. They're going to get our best, and uh, at the end of the day, it comes down to execution and doing what you got to do to win the football game. You know, blocking, tackling, throwing, catching, taking care of the football. You know, being sound in special teams, uh, executing in the red zone. I mean, there's you know there's a lot that that you got to do. Once the emotion kind of gets out of the way, it's all about football. Uh, so you got to stay focused on those things uh, in games like this, and not get distracted, you know, by all the all the pomp and circumstance that comes along with it. It's at the end of the day, it's 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 a football game, and uh, most fired up team ain't gonna win. Uh, it's the team who executes the best. It's the team that does the things that wins football games, uh, that does those things the best. That's who wins. And uh, so, you know, again, um, I mean, we we've we've got. Uh, great respect for them. Uh, certainly, I think Shane's done an uh, amazing job. I mean, he really has. I mean, you just see their team uh, with a lot of energy, a lot of belief, 
and uh, you know we'll, we we got to play well. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if we however many we've won. It doesn't matter. Um, you got to play well, and you got to earn it this Saturday. Did you reach out to him after the win, or is this one of those weeks where you just kind of wait and see him on the field Saturday? Oh, I'll see him. I'll see him Saturday. His, his program is built on some similar cultural, holistic things as yours. I'm curious, before he became a head coach, before he even knew that he might end up there, did he ever pick your brain on what he might do when he uh, took left? Uh, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know the inner workings of their program. Uh, and, you know, we have, have talked many times over the years. Uh, but, you know, not not specifically sat down with him and, and gone through, you know, specific things. Just you know, just really organic conversations that have happened naturally. You mentioned all the different rivalry, rivalry games that Alabama here you've been involved in. So is 08 the high point? Is there a specific low point? You said you've got highs, you've got lows. Yeah, One 2013, five in a row, six turnovers. Yep, that was pretty low. I thought we had the better team. I think Coach Spurrier thought we had the better team. Cause he called, he called, I was telling radio people last night, he called me, last, he, he called me the next day to – Almost apologize. Like, yeah, I don't know why y'all turned that ball over. I don't, I don't understand it. You know, it's, I'm like, I don't either, coach. Uh, but yeah, so that was probably the, that was probably the, I mean, they're all, they're all bad. It don't matter if you've lost five in a row, if you lose one in a row. It's, when you lose this game, it, it stinks, period. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You can win 20 in a row. And when you lose this game, uh, it stinks. There's nothing good about it. And same thing, when you win it, uh, it's great, and that's been that way forever and ever and ever in a rivalry game, and always will be. But specifically, that that was a that was a disappointing day because again, I, I really thought we had the. I mean, we had six turnovers. We still had a chance, you know, late in the game. Uh, but uh, it was a tough day for us. Coach, since you brought up turnovers, um, I guess is there anything you can do differently than what you do every week in practice? Is it psychological yeah. at this point? Yeah, probably. I mean. Davis Allen has never fumbled ever. Uh, I don't know, you know, guy put a good hit on the ball. Uh, so, you know, same thing with Brenny. Pretty good ball security. Guy put a good hit on the ball. So we just got to, you know, I think, again, I think you just, you just have to uh, keep coaching the fundamentals and really stress things in practice. You do everything you can with your scouts to, to but you don't want, I mean, you got to go play. And, uh, you know, hopefully it's one of those things we just kind of play our way out of. But the good, the difference is we've been getting them. You know, so you know, we've been getting takeaways, and and I know from a stat standpoint, we 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 finished I guess minus one, but we really finished plus one. You know, as far as how we track things, I mean, when you stop somebody fourth and one in the scoring zone, that's a turnover. Uh, you get a safety, that's points and a turnover, because you get points and the ball. Uh, so it doesn't go down in the book that way. So that's why we, you know, you still win forty to ten because we we're plus one uh, in the margin. Same thing the week before. And the one game we lost, we, we didn't do that. We were negative. Uh, so we've just – and if we can just kind of keep getting them and just cut that down, uh, good things will happen for us. But it's just, you know, some basic things, uh, really basic things, and, and just got to keep executing the fundamentals. Coach Bradford, you face a great quarterback. And this is a quarterback that struggled, but then last week, just had maybe the best game of his entire career. He was awesome. I mean, he made some throws that were, I mean, you can't defend. I mean, you can't defend it. I mean, they if you go back and really watch it, I mean, they had guys there, and I mean, it, it it's the different. I mean, it's that much is the difference in 
that touchdown catch to who's a six uh, and, and an incomplete. I mean, it's an inch, uh, but that's the game. You know, the, the, the throw down the sideline, I mean, he, he just made some beautiful plays. He bought time. He extended some plays. Um, and, and then his guys made plays. I mean, they made a ton of plays. Uh, so, I mean, he's, he's a five-star quarterback for a reason and a starter at Oklahoma for a reason and has done a lot of great things. He's a really, really talented player. Uh, so, man, we've we've seen a bunch of them this year. Uh, we've had a lot of them on our schedule throughout the year, and, and he's he's definitely uh, got all the tools. Do you see some similarities in him and DJ just in the way like everybody loved them this time, you know, a year plus ago, and then they had to, you know, everybody's criticizing them, and then they come back and kind of show why it is everybody loved them in the first place? I mean, I, I probably. I mean, they both have had um, – I mean, other than DJ still here, uh, you know, obviously uh, they made a change at Oklahoma, and so he moved on. But, uh, you know, again, I think the quarterbacks get, you know, uh, a lot of blame sometimes. And, I mean, like last year, for example, DJ didn't play well, but we weren't very good around him either. And, uh, you know, I think that it's taken them some time to kind of hit their stride this year. And now those kids are play, making plays for him. But, uh, he's a very talented player, and uh, you know they both have kind of had their ups and downs. But you know DJ's really played well for us. Outside of two games, he's he's played well. He's twenty. What is he? Twenty-one and five as a starter, or something like that. I mean, he's a he's a winner, and he's a great leader, uh, and he's an unbelievably committed guy. So I don't know Spencer. Uh, I've never met him. I don't think. Uh, but I got a lot of respect for him as a player, and uh, he's he's got all the tools. Yeah, they. I mean, they did a good job schematically and in some formations and, and some things, and they mixed in some a lot of wildcat and a lot of crossers. Um, you know, had, had, had complemented things with with some easy outlet passes in the screen game. But I mean, they took a lot of shots, and uh, guys made some guys made some unbelievable plays. But he made some throws. You know, they had a lot of max protection. You know, Tennessee caught Tennessee in a bunch of man coverage, and they have max protection. And, I mean, it's just my guy better than your guy, but the quarterback put the ball on the money. I mean, incredibly accurate. Uh, so, that's really it. It's really not complicated. They just blocked them and threw and caught the ball better and, and um, you know, did some did, got the ball to the back in some flats a couple times. And, you know, I mean, they hit a third and 20, a third and 17 uh, on some deep crossers. You know, with just just accurate throws and good protection. Coach, how would you characterize DJ as a runner? Because it doesn't look like he's running very fast, but some of these moves he's made in the open field and his vision—I mean, he's got that stanky leg. You give him the stanky leg. Uh, he, he's he's just confident now. I mean, he's gone from a guy that that wasn't very confident running the ball to now he's very confident, and uh, he, he's he's faster than you think. Uh, he's way more athletic than you think but he's big and strong and he breaks a lot of tackles and uh he's a big man to get down i mean he's 238 pounds uh and uh he's got a he's got a good understanding of of how to set things up um so you know he's just he, he sees it he's got good vision as a runner you know he may not be a uh barry sanders as far as change of direction but he's got good vision and he can see it and he and he does a nice job of, you know, changing direction. 
but he's just bottom line. He's just worked really hard at it, and he's just much more confident. And um, he's been a big factor for us, for sure. at this game for the seniors. They're now experiencing a lot of lasts, and this will very much be their last game at Death Valley the next time they come back on a game day. Uh, there'll be fans. Have you had conversations with them about just kind of embracing and, and relishing in, in this moment? Yeah, we, we kind of do that last week, honestly. Um, and we, we I don't remember what year we started doing that, but it was uh, somewhere, somewhere, I don't know. I don't know if it was 12, 13, 14, somewhere in that range um, but because I just felt like when we our last game was here there's already a lot of emotion and then you throw that into it and all the families and all the stuff going on I just think you know um, it was just better to move that uh, so we kind of deal with that last week and, um, and and then this week you know they've kind of been through that they've they, you know they've processed it they'll come down the hill as a group just you know but all the senior day stuff man it's we just try to make it all about the game. And uh, I think because, again, there's enough emotion involved. Certainly they know it's their last game in the Valley and they want to play well. And that's really what we try to put the focus on is just, you know, let's play well. Let's, let's, let's try to, you know, finish with no regrets. You know, let's finish the right way and be plenty of time to uh, reflect. Coach, unfortunate um, about Marcus Day, but – um, showed a lot of improvement, didn't he? Yes, he really did. I mean, he he played he played really well, and uh, he, he just night and day, just you know, just incredible improvement from where he was last year. Learning uh, the game was fast, man. He he's physical, he's athletic, he could play left tackle for us, no problem. You know, and he worked a lot of left tackle this year, not as much in the games as as you know what we work him in practice and stuff, but. Um, he's a great kid. You know, he's really grown as a, as a young man, and, and just proud of him. Uh, you know, and again, disappointed that, that he's not going to get to finish with us. But uh, I'm thankful that he got to play. You know, 11 games, and uh, his confidence is through the roof. And I'm thankful that it's not something that's, you know, it's not an ACL or something like that. He'll he'll bounce back and and uh, be ready to roll. Sam spot. I guess what is it about his skill set or him as a player that makes him so effective in space? Operating he, he's just so fast and big. You know, you don't see many guys that are his size, almost 240 pounds, that that can that can just accelerate like him. He's strong. Uh, you know, he's 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 just a natural guy in space, uh, and uh, he's got two years of experience at it. He's got nine games playing inside in the box, which is different. Uh, and you know, it just kind of the best thing for our team right now is 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 where we are, and uh, you know, so it's 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 been good. I thought he got all he played well. Only well, we only had forty what forty two snaps last week on defense, and he was pretty productive uh, in in that role. And uh, you know, we played some nickel and stuff as well, but he did a, he did a nice job. But he can he can come off the edge. He can run people down. Uh, he can cover, and. Uh, you know, just just a unique, unique, uh, unique talent. I guess you guys said it's projection. You thought for the NFL was weak yeah. He'll he'll most likely be an in the box guy at the next level. That's and that's one of the things that you know. Uh, it's one of the reasons we moved him inside. Plus, plus with uh, uh, 
you know, Barrett and kind of where he was coming off his freshman year. Uh, and he's, he's a unique guy as well. But, yeah, he'll, he'll most likely be a will at the next level. He can play Sam as well. But uh, I don't see him being a, a nickel guy. You'll see him transition a little bit more like Isaiah Simmons. This will be the seventh opponent that you face this season that's been ranked at some point. Next week will be an eighth. <clears throat> Stack that schedule up against just about anybody in the playoff race, can't you? Yeah, I mean, we, we, we just, it's, it's been a tough schedule all year. Every game, every game is a tough game. It's hard to win. Uh, you know, people like to, there's a lot of narratives that people like to put out there, but all you got to do is just pay attention to college football. It's really hard to win. You can look at last week, it's a perfect example. It's really, really hard to win, uh, especially consistently. You know, in college football, dealing with young people, anybody can have a bad day. Uh, and, you know, I mean, anybody. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a tough, tough game. And, and uh, you know, college football, there's a lot of parity. And, you know, you can have injuries. There's a lot of things that go into it. And uh, anybody, can, anybody can have a day. And uh, there's, what, four undefeateds and two teams with one loss. Um, so, hard to win, man. Hard to win. I have Thanksgiving questions for you. Okay. Uh, I need to know if you game plan your dinner plate the same way you do a game. Like, how do we attack <laughs> first compared to second? And not to get controversial, but do we like cranberries? I absolutely d- do not like cranberry sauce. Uh, I, I've, I've never, I've never eaten cranberry sauce. Um, so I'm, I'm out of that. Put me on whatever side that is. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm turkey. Um, pretty simple turkey my mom's chicken and dressing which is amazing uh, mac and cheese some corn and then some beans you know uh, pretty simple hopefully there's some pecan pie maybe carrot cake uh, that's about it but in multiple plates what's that do we do salt first savory second or do we pile it all uh, yeah I'm more I kind of eat one thing at a time um uh, you know, occasionally I'll take a bite of something here or there, but I, I don't, I don't, I don't usually just mix it up. I'll keep it, I keep it all neat and orderly. Put some pepper. Not a big salt guy, but a lot of pepper, a lot of pepper, a lot of pepper, and then you know, some, a good roll. Did you have those plates when you were little with the dividers that kept all your portions? Uh, <laughs> I think you know, somewhere along the line, maybe at elementary school or something. I think they gave you those. You had the little spot for the for your utensil and the square piece, you know, so you could put your pizza there and, you know, had those little things, the, the little green trays. I don't know if they still do that or not, but I don't really remember them at home. What is Will Collins available? He's going to be ready, ready to roll. Uh, when they use a guy like Bell the way they do, I mean, what are the challenges that, that defensive defense? Well, I mean, he just, I mean, it's kind of been out of necessity. I mean, I don't think they want to, I don't think they want him to be their tailback, uh, but they're trying to win, and they're using their best players. It's just good coaching. Uh, you know, if they get if they got one and twenty one, I, I think I don't think they're going to put zero back there in, in their place. But uh, it, uh, first of all, it shows their confidence in him. It shows how talented he, that kid is, and uh, and it just shows good coaching. You know, I mean. You can look at us last year with the challenges that we had with some injuries down the stretch. I mean, we just had to manufacture things uh, and find a way, you know, and that's sometimes that's what you, you got to play the hand you're dealt. So that's what they've done. They've gone to some wildcat stuff. They've gotten uh, Joyner back involved. 
um, to, to create, you know, just first downs and challenges. I mean, he's a really good player. He sees things. He's a good decision maker back there as far as do I keep it, do I give it. You know, knows how to process things. And, um, um, but, yeah, I mean, Zero's a big old dude, man. He's back there in the backfield. Um, so, I think they've just done what they need to do to give himself a chance to be successful. start since CJ maybe? Uh, probably. I would say Ellington was a lot like that, Andre Ellington. Uh, I don't know if you remember him or not, but he was he was a very dynamic kid. Uh, I mean, he could do it all. He was a returner, a great receiver out of the backfield, um, explosive. Um, you know, I mean, he was, I would say, uh, probably CJ and Andre – you know, Gallman was just different. Gallman was violent like like Shipley because Shipley's got a lot of violence to his game, but not as quite as dynamic uh, as, as Ship. Um, ETN, you know, kind of developed into that dynamic. You know, he didn't show up that way. I mean, he couldn't catch pass when he got here. You know, because he, not that he couldn't, he just had never really done it. Um, and so you look at how we ended up using him. He was a returner. Uh, he was a big-time receiver. You look at how many catches he had, you know, his last year here. And, and, and then, you know, how he grew. Um, you know, he's explosive and he ran violent too. Um, so I think, I think those guys are all similar. I mean, certainly just showing up here, um, you know, Shipley, uh, even Spiller. You know, Spiller was not a guy who had – you know, done what we what we do, and uh, so he he had to kind of learn how to how to how to be a true running back and run the zone and run the counter and the power and all those things. I mean, he he was more of an uh, you know option kid coming out of high school uh, like Travis, but he was just very natural like like Ship when it came to catching the ball and and all those type of things, return game, et cetera. So uh, we've had a few of those guys, but Ship's definitely he's right there with that group. You know, when it comes to all the tools he got that he has. Natural leadership skills too. Yeah. Just a ton of energy that yep. people kind of gravitate to, right? Yep, yep. He's a very natural leader. He's and he's been that way since I mean, he's one of the few freshmen that have come in here and and has led. And the guys follow. You know, you don't usually see that, but uh that's a, just a very natural thing for him. But it just becomes because of how he works. I mean, as I've said this many times, he's never lost a sprint. From the time he got here as a freshman, like he wins every sprint. I mean, he wins the first one, he wins the twentieth one, and he does, he's not that freshman that's going to come in and like doesn't want to show up the upper class. He doesn't care, you know. He, he doesn't care about any of that. He just wants to be great, and he works that way. And if you can't keep up with that, it's your problem. That's just kind of how he is. Uh, but he's a great kid. Um, but when he's he's on the field, man, he's a he is a he is a unbelievable competitor. You look at like how last year finished for you guys. I mean, how much of that was him sort of blossoming into his own and, and doing it injured at the same time? <clears> yeah. Those last you know five six games of the year. Yeah, I mean it just you know I mean we did everything we could those last six games to just find a way to win. And I mean we did a little bit of everything. Uh, we just kept trying to get the ball to our best players, manufacture some stuff. I thought DJ. Really led us well down the stretch there. Uh, he was hurt, bad knee, bad finger, 
And, uh, you know, he's he's a leader like Shipley. He's respected like Shipley. They're just different in how they go about it. Um, but the combination of those guys, certainly, I mean, he was he just kind of willed us to some games. I mean, the, when you think about the, the run he had against Florida State, for example, you know, I mean, it was just awesome. Uh, but he's relentless that way. I mean, it, 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 the more he touches it, the better he gets. You know, the more physical it is, the better he gets. Uh, so he's just one of those guys that, you know, everybody, you hate to play against him. Everybody wants him on their team, uh, for sure. Coach, how did Randall do in practice yesterday with the, with the broken bone in his hand? And um, how much of a concern does that make ball security after the catch for him? Uh, well, I mean, like I said, he's got strong fingers. It's, it's just, it's kind of right there, uh, and it'll be protected. But, you know, he did fine. Uh, so we'll, we'll certainly see how it is and have him protected. And, you know, hopefully he'll get used to it this week, practicing with it. Um, but, I mean, ball security is a concern, period. Good hand, hurt hand. I mean, if you watch our last few games, uh, um, it's a concern. Mike Brown said earlier this week that he's already hearing from players and player agents about, you know, one thing about transfer and, you know, is there a spot? Do you think the transfer portal windows are actually helping at all, or is that stuff just kind of moving in a different direction so that they're kind of coming in the back door as opposed to the front? I mean, I don't, I don't, if you guys are going to, I mean, regardless of when you have a day you can go in, I mean, We've already had a couple guys leave already. So, okay, they're going in the portal. Uh, they can't officially go in until whatever day, but I don't know that that changes anything. Um, doesn't, really, doesn't really affect anything. But at least, you, at least you got a window, I guess, where it's official. Uh, but guys are going to leave, they're going to leave. You know, so. Conversations at this point in the year to say like, what are you thinking about? Where are you going? Or do you just say like, look, we'll get to it at the end of the year? We're, if we're focused on South Carolina. We ain't worried about none of that. We're just trying to beat South Carolina. Like, I'm not focused on any of that stuff. Any questions for Coach from Zoom? <laughs> I know obviously uh, South Carolina made plays against Tennessee, but what did maybe Tennessee not do defensively to affect them the way that other teams have this year when they've struggled somewhat? Well, they missed several tackles, uh, first of all. Missed some big tackles, uh, which led to some big plays. And then, uh, you know, just coverage, coverage issues. Uh, I didn't think they affected the quarterback. Uh, you know, he got, I mean, he was very comfortable. Uh, he had a lot of time on a lot of plays to, to get comfortable. And, uh, and then they just, they they didn't make the competitive plays. I mean, it seemed like every competitive play where they were in position to make the play, they didn't make. So that's it. Coach, this is Amanda Poole with Watchbox. I was just going to ask, this will be BT Potter's last home game after what feels like he's been here for like 10 years, but it's officially his last year. I guess when you talk about his growth, what's the thing that you think he's grown most uh, throughout his time at Clemson? Uh, just his maturity and, and how he goes about, um, you know, the, just the process week to week of being ready. I mean, from when he came in here as a freshman, I think he was uh, uh, just not as focused as he needed to be. It, it just kind of came easy to him. And uh, 
man, he's he's he handles himself like a pro. Uh, he really does. I mean, he's he's going to be a great pro, um, but he's just his maturity. You know, he's just become a very mature young man. Uh, he's become a great leader. Uh, he's one of the more. He's going to be a captain for us this week, as a matter of fact. And uh, you know, just just his just his uh, routine, becoming very very committed to his routine, week in and week out, game in and game out, kick in and kick out. Um, but that's to be the main two things: just just his maturity and uh, his leadership, and just overall commitment to. Um, you know, the focus that you have to have week in and week out to, to be consistent uh, in his role. Hey, Davo, it's Anna. Um, I know you mentioned it on your show last night, red zone defense. What are some areas there that you feel like you can improve upon? Yeah, we just got to cut down on the touchdowns. I mean, and it's details. It's really that simple. It's just details, Some, especially in some coverage uh, situations. Um, that's the main thing. Yeah, he's a really good player. I think he's their leading receiver. Uh, you know, he's he's got good hands. Uh, he can run. You know, he's a confident kid. He's got a ton of experience. He came from somewhere, uh, JMU, I think. Uh, you know, a very very polished guy, and you just see his veteran uh, confidence. You know, out on the field. But he he made he made a couple great ones last week. Uh, as well, went up over the one kid. Uh, I mean, that's what I meant earlier about competitive plays where they had a guy there and, uh, you know, he just made it. So uh, he's he's definitely a guy that you can tell they got a lot of confidence in and want to get the ball to. Anyone else for Coach? ask you one more on the ship. Was there a moment in a recruiting that you were like, this guy is not just, you know, special on the field, but he's going to be a really great fit for us? Like, when did you kind of – or did it kind of gel that, like, this is the perfect Clemson guy? Oh, man. First time I met him, watched him in camp, came to high school camp, uh, I guess maybe his 10th grade year or junior year or whatever. Uh, but early, early. You know, one of the first times I met him, just watching him work, uh, his presence when you meet him and you spend time with his family. I mean, they're just – just a, he, he's just got a – he's just got an energy to him and a confidence to him that is uh, – it just, it just, you just feel it, and um, then you watch the tape. You go, holy moly! But watching him in camp, uh, the first time he came, I mean, you could tell this kid is really special. How he worked, how he competed, uh, how he was leading everybody else. You know, getting in line. You know, whatever it was. I mean, he just, he just was different. You know, from from the get go. Yep. Yep. He's just the opposite of Shipley. You know, Shipley, you 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 see him, you hear him. Uh, if he's not on the field, you still hear him because he's you know yelling at everybody else and and you know cheering on whoever made the play. You know, I mean that's just who he is every day, every play. Whereas Antonio, you never hear him. You know, he's just a very quiet about his business kid, um, very confident, very confident. Uh, that was one of the things that stood out about him early on was he just had a he just had a, uh, an elite confidence to him, you know, that 
he never he never carried himself like a freshman. Um, didn't matter what we were doing, and then you know didn't take long to see that he had more. He had a lot of knowledge and a lot of wisdom, and you know especially from a technical aspect at his position that most freshmen don't. And the game was never fast for him. I mean, he just he just kind of took to it, and uh, you know once he kind of learned the the offense and terminology and all those type of things. I mean, but from a from a, a, a route running standpoint, a, a technical standpoint, just very confident showing up. And then once again, he kind of got the mechanics of the offense down. He, I mean, he went just like that. But he's just a very, very uh, ultra competitive kid, but he just carries himself, you know, you'd never know he's in the room. And, uh, and, and you would never notice him in, until he gets on the field. So two different guys, uh, two different approaches, and but just that's just who they are, you know. He's just a very cool, calm kid, and but loves to compete and loves to play, whereas Ship is is not cool and calm. You know, he is uh, he is angry on the field and off the field. He's just a ball of energy, you know, and and he's the biggest supporter of everybody, and he loves to, you know, support and cheer for the other guys and. You know, it's just you just hear him all the time. Just got that's just who he is. Uh, so they both are very comfortable in their skin.